Reb Hillel's students once decided to make things easier for him by building his sukkah. And they brought all the boards and materials needed and began putting it together. Their efforts, naturally, created some commotion. And the pillow realized what they were doing. And the pillow immediately stopped what he was doing and he went outside, he picks up a hammer and he starts putting up the walls. And his student said, no, Rebbe, you can't do this, right? Since we're so many, it will take us a very short time to finish the building. You don't worry, it will be a very mahudr betachlis. It will be the best kosher sukkah you could imagine. Why should the Rebbe waste time doing this when he could, you know, we would happily do it for him. The Rebbe could keep learning. And Rebbe said, I will reveal to you, my precious students, the secret of the four walls. Building, when you build the four walls together, it's compared to putting together the four letters of Hashem's name. Would anyone call that a waste of time? No! Talmidim, putting up a sukkah is not just manual labor. It's not just, oh, you're working with your hands. It's much higher than that. And I plan to participate in this, in this building. On another occasion, the Bilal made a reference to the, the four walls of the sukkah when he pointed out the four aspects that a Hasidish student receives from his Hasidish mashpia, whether it's his father, his teacher. There are the four walls of the Hasidish sukkah. What are the four walls of the Hasidish Sukkah? So number one is an explanation of Taira or, or a story that he heard from the Rebbe. Number two is a niggin he heard from the Rebbe, that he heard the Rebbe sing. Number three, relating things you saw or heard by the Rebbe. And number four, uh, a teaching, a minag, a movement from an elter chassid. As was mentioned, Rebillo was an oivet, but he had great respect for Rabbi Isaac Humler, who was a tremendous masculine. In fact, in his chassidus, he mentions some of Rabbi Isaac's explanations. Rebillo reasoned that Rabbi Isaac's haskala, his deep thinking of chassidus, led to Aveda similar to the fact that his Aveda led to Haskalah. He's working hard on his davening and things like that helped him learn Hasidus much better. However, Reb Hillel found it, he found it totally unacceptable when a concept was learned, when you learned something, but it remained just <coughs> intellectual without changing the person, making him a better person. And as we're going to see from the following story, on one occasion, a community member prepared a great feast in honor of his finishing the entire shas. And he invited the entire community, including, including the rov, the pillow, to the siyan and the surah mitzvah. And looking at the person's behavior and the fact that he was talking mamish like a bal gaivanik, the pillow said, concerning the taira, it says in Perkei the Now literally this means you can constantly find 
new insights in the Torah since it contains everything. These words could also mean that a person can turn page after page until all the pages are studied. However, the question remains, what did the Shas teach you? As the last words clearly say, everything is still in it. It didn't, it didn't go into the person. It's still in the, it's still in the snarim. And the pillow continued. And how do we know which of these two meanings apply? You have two choices here. Either you learn something and you bring it into yourself, or you learn something and nothing happened. And this is what, explain, is what is explained in the next words of the Mishnah when it says, She'ein lecha mida toiva heimena. Literally, that means that there's nothing better than it. <coughs> there's nothing better than the Torah. It can also be translated to mean that you did not receive any good midas from this Torah learning that you did. And this is the test to see how the Torah was learned. Okay, we're now moving on to discussing his relationship with the, with the Rabbeim. So, between a chassid and a rebbe. In davening, we say, Ashreinu, right? Ashreinu, matay chokeinu, happy, how lucky we are. Uma noyim, oh, that our portion is so sweet. Uma yafa, and how beautiful is our inheritance. And when for bringing with chassidim, the pillow would say, Ashreinu, how lucky we are. That we are Yidin and not Chas V'Shalom. Because yeah, that itself is enough to thank Hashem. How much more so must we be thankful that not only are we Yidin, but in His wonderful kindness, our portion came out that we are Chasidim, not just Yidin. Umanoim, how sweet is that? Many Yidin. Are not to become chassidim. And he said, sing loudly your thanks to Hashem. And ultimately, Uma Yafa, in his unlimited love for us, Hashem shows us to be Chabad Chassidim. Mayor Aftsen, the father of the one who writes the books. He, he would mention that when he was in Temichetimimim, it was explained differently. Ashreinu, how lucky are we that we are Chasidim. Not to be a guy, doesn't even, you don't even consider such a thing. Chasasholam. Right? So, how lucky are we that we're Chasidim? Uma Noyim, and how good is our portion that we're not just Chasidim, we're Chasidim Chabad. And Uma Yafa. We are Timimim of the Rebbe. So when I, I remember when I was in Yeshiva, I don't know how exactly what the words he used were, but when I was in Yeshiva, they sang it. Right, and how beautiful is our Rebbe? And we will continue tomorrow.